This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Success Street, the podcast that brings you the information you need to safeguard and optimize your payment acceptance process. This has never been more important as cyber breaches are on the rise along with the need for touch-free and online credit card processing. Join your host, nationally recognized credit card acceptance and e-commerce expert, Jennifer D'Angelo, as she explores the latest trends in essential business operating solutions through conversations with industry leaders, reviews of emerging technologies, and discussions of innovative tools and techniques. She will provide the business resources you require to expertly manage change. Now, here's your host, Jennifer D'Angelo. Good day, fellow listeners of successstreet.net. Today, I'm here with my fellow um, friend and business colleague, Gina Johnson. And I know Gina uh, from uh, various places, but but namely a wonderful international women's networking group where um, we lift as we rise as business professionals. And um, Gina Johnson is a holistic business coach and a connector extraordinaire. As a former chef, Gina takes non-conventional approach to coaching, working along with her clients, helping them not reignite the spark in themselves and their business. She specializes in working with entrepreneurs and startups to develop strategies and acquiring new business, building momentum and leading them to success. I am delighted you are here, Gina. I want to hear all about the exciting things that you and I have talked about, and namely about really your, um, your you know, how you got into what you're doing, some of the broad brushstrokes, and what has ignited your business passion. All right. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure to be here. And of course, I love hanging out and mingling with entrepreneurs such as yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so uh, as I said, I was a former chef and then I thought I had the world figured out because I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And then I got to this point 12 years ago and and I hit a roadblock and I just said, you know, it's just not filling my cup anymore. It's just not exciting me to be a chef. I never thought I would be in that position. So I fell back on what I knew and what I love to do, which was um, hanging out with entrepreneurs. And I led entrepreneur groups and did marketing. And then I just started following my passion. And that was anything that came in front of me, whether it was a class, a workshop, a training that looked interesting. And so it led me down this holistic path. And so I became a Reiki master and got certified in crystal singing bowls and there are all sorts of other holistic modalities. And I said, okay, well, this is my path and this is what I meant to do. And I meant to be a healer. Well, the joke's on me because now I'm the coach to the healer. So I accidentally became a coach. It wasn't intentional. I didn't set out to do it. But the moral of the story is, is so many people are in transition and they, they, we don't have to stay in careers that we don't like anymore. We don't have to do that. We live in a wonderful age and we can reinvent ourselves and we should. 
if something isn't bringing you joy anymore, you should just pivot and twist. And, and so that's what I did. I just kept doing things and following, uh, following my joy and was in my flow. Um, so I started my business a little over six years ago, and I absolutely love it. And I've been told many times, your programs are amazing and your, your PDFs are, are great and you should go after these C-level coaches and, you know, go after corporate. And I don't want to do that. I love the little guy. I love the entrepreneurs. And I, I like staying where I'm at. And um, not that I don't want to grow because I'm always growing and pushing and pulling and expanding, but I love who I serve. Um, and I would say that that's one of my, my biggest tips. You asked me that. Um, it, you said, ask me some of my tips. And one of them, one of those tips was, you know, um, choose the right niche, know who you serve and create an ideal client avatar and really be true to that and true to yourself. Yes. And I was thinking about all the creative types and actually I was listening on to NPR and Ted talk today and, and my drive to see various clients on the road today of the, the lovely New England roads. And um, I, uh, I was thinking about creative source like yourself, Gina, and how you really have to be, you know, open yourself up to, you know, being authentic, uh, the universe, whatever it is, your, your chi, your energy, and say, what is it that I really want to do? And I think that's what I love about your being a holistic coach is you zero in on a niche and then you help provide a structure for obtaining one's goals, business goals in life. And sometimes that's doing a little, probably a little less of this and a little bit more of that, like a good chef, right? Sprinkling in some faith, right? <laughs> in yourself and namely what your gifts are. And when you shine and you smile like you do, I just know you're just bringing out that, that you're finding the true gifts and passions in the other people too, because you really care. Thank you. I, I, I love, I love what I do and, and I'll do it. And I tell people, uh, you know, I have this, this group that I pull all my clients in. It's a Facebook group. I call it my, my VIP clients. It's, you know, it's free. You can stay in here forever. As long as I'm a, as long as I'm a coach, cause you never know. Right. But right now I love what I do and I love who I serve. Um, and uh, anyway, so thank you for your kind words. Absolutely. And you find out what's going to work best for them, not just a pipe dream, but also kind of work with their life, their whole life, their lifestyle, their budget, and everything else, I imagine. And, and you know, you help them with the business efficiencies. And, 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 and you know, we can talk about that some more because that's some of what I do. What is going to effectively work for them in terms of what um, it's going to help you reach your goals. You know, what solutions do you need? Do you need uh, lending? Do you need uh, payroll? Do you need to set payments better? Um, and, and basically, but you do it more on the coaching uh, levels too, but you do go into the effectiveness and time management and you're probably your imaging because you write on your website, I go into... Uh, one of your stronger bullets is creating signature offers and packages meant for your ideal client. That's really zeroing. I love those words from you, Gina. Um, and, and everybody needs to visit her website, by the way. And so it's GinaJohnson.co. Is that, is that correct? 
People tend to want to put the .com in, but it's actually .co. And thank you for pointing that out. And that's actually one of my favorite uh, workshops to do. So all of the training that I do with my clients, um, some people, we learn differently. And that goes back to um, your intuition and how what your senses are. And so some people are auditory and some people are visual. So I try to provide a little bit of both. I'm really animated, right, as you can see. But um, I like to have people read. So when we're doing a lesson, and if we're working on your signature offers and packages, I will send them over a six or seven page PDF for them to read prior to our coaching call. So then they read it, they understand it, and they put together their questions. We get on the call, we can get right down to business. So I, I do that for all of my coaching. So they have a module that they read before they get to the call. Because when you're coming from corporate America, um, and your coach says to you, do you have an opt-in? You're like, what the heck is an opt-in? Right. You don't know that word, but entrepreneurs, we all need opt-ins. We have multiple opt-ins. It's how you grow your email list. Exactly. So, yeah. So, um, you know, something like that. So I'll send you a five or six page PDF so you can read about an opt-in before you get on the call and then we'll create one together. So it's a different style of coaching and I try to do it by what's inside of you and what you like to do. So you should never offer a service or a product that you don't like to offer. And that the holistic coach in me comes in when I have a client tell me about their services, I read their body language. And if they say, oh, and I do this, and they're leaning in, I say, oh, so why do you have that on your website if you don't like doing that? And it's like, I didn't say I didn't like doing it. I'm like, well, your body did and your tone of voice did. So let's get that off your website. Stop doing that. What would your life look like if you no longer did X? And they're like, oh, that would be amazing. I can do that. And really all they wanted was someone to give them permission. But as you know, when you're an entrepreneur, sometimes you're floating away on that island. You just want somebody to tell you what to do. That's it. That's it. You know, in this, in this day and age, I find that we need coaches I need a coach. I need a physical training coach. I need a spiritual coach. I need a business coach. You know, and and sometimes there's overlap there. Nonetheless, if we are not setting goals, nobody's making us accountable, how are we going to be growing? Because if we live in some vacuum, we do it but whimsically, we're not going to be reaching our goals and strategies. And plus, they, they, you know, I've read, you know, the, there's this great book called The Geography of Genius. And it's really the masterminds coming together geographically. In your case, it's with the right coach, a holistic coach that is going to look at the whole picture and truly find your essence and then help you monitor, get the strategize, put game, your game plan, put your, the game on and uh, help you to uh, monetize according to your goals and objectives. I like to say, um, you know, you become the sum. Tony, Tony Robbins says this, and I think he got that from Jim, Jim Rohn, his mentor. Right. Become the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So choose wisely, you know, and, and right. this is one of my other, one of my other takeaway tips was surround yourself by a trusted and talented team. And so your, your coach can advise you on certain things, but when it comes to execution, let's just say um, you want to do a YouTube channel, right? You have to execute on that. And if the tech, the technical ways of getting it uploaded and doing all of that other stuff, that might not be your zone of genius, then you shouldn't do that. 
you should pay a virtual assistant 20 or $25 an hour who does that all day long. And that's their area of expertise. And they can do it like this, whereas someone else, it will take four, five, six hours of aggravation and frustration trying to figure up and upload one video, right? right. So I would say stay in your lane. Know what you know and know what you don't know. Lane. Exactly. Right. And then you don't even get the product you want because you're trying to do it yourself. And then it looks like a do-it-yourself project, right? So if I wanted to develop my landing page, I wouldn't be doing it myself. Right. Right. The coach and get some advice on the planning. Sure. What you're going to put on this landing page and how we're going to position your language and your message in your marketing. And then we work that out together. But once we have the wording and the photos, what we do then you'll turn it over to someone else who can do it in a tenth of the time that you would do it, right? Exactly. Yeah. So Jen Foster from our women's networking group did a fabulous job on successstreet.net landing page. And she uploads all these videos up there automatically because I knew I wouldn't have time and I didn't want anybody sneaking by the goalie and, and I'm leaving them out, leaving them behind, <laughs> so, so to speak. They know what they're doing. They know, you know, how to put the appropriate hashtags and different tags in and how to position things. Um, and, and I, and I commend them just like they, they, you know, they commend us for what we do. So again, that's, you know, work in your zone of genius. Yes. And, you know, and if you don't know where to find a great professional like yourself, ask, you know, your holistic coach, business coach. She's very she's bringing value way beyond her sort of uh, job description uh, box. There's other things that you could tap the right, you know, you with Gina, because you've been in business. This is how you've built your business is through all these years of growth and training and networking and so forth. Correct? Yes. And through my client's trial and error, as well as my own, because if you're not failing, then you're not growing. If you're like you said earlier, if you just keep doing the same thing. Um, And so I've coached over 65 clients, um, mainly women and a couple of great men. So I primarily work with women and I've figured out over the years, the best of the best, where to go for a logo, where you're going to get the best product, the best quality, the fastest and for a very low price. So you don't have to go and, and, you know, search who do I interview people and ask people, you just come right to me and you're like, this is your logo person. This is your website person. This is your SEO person. And so not everybody needs every service, but when you need it, uh, I'll point you in the right direction. I actually interviewed, uh, I have two already and I'm interviewing one more virtual assistant because I have a client who's looking for some specific things and I want to get that right fit for her. So rather than just pair her up with someone, I want to interview that virtual assistant because they might not be right for that client, but the next client coming along, their specialty could be exactly what they need. So that's part of what I do as a connector is, you know, uh, match the right people up together. Oh, that's wonderful. So you take on projects for your clients as well. That is great. There's no other way but to over deliver. That's just who I am. (laughs) (laughs) That is it. I know if I'm not going giving 150%, I'm not satisfied. If I find that I'm leaning on my laurels, I'll be a minimalist today. That's just not I always feel very awkward leaving it like that. My uncle, I asked him, was fabulously uh, successful. 
in the insurance field and um, of course passed away by now. But before he died, I asked him, um, what had made you so successful in life, Uncle Harold? And he said, I always try to give more than I receive. Mm. Yeah. So that was a golden rule from him. And I'm, I'm glad I got him on audio and got his little story before he left this wonderful planet. And, you know, I was going to ask you something else, Gina. On another note, you've coined something or you've picked up on something I think is invaluable. And that's social entrepreneurship. I want to hear more about that because you were telling me when we were both um, in our busy business world, going places into meetings and uh, some very intriguing things about up and coming um, plans and endeavors. Would you like to share a couple of those ideas with us? Sure. Um, I'll tell you a quick little story. So when I was younger, um, I think I started when I was 18. Uh, I bought I bought some toys for an orphanage home and I donated them and I didn't tell anybody. And I did this like with my my paycheck. I was a waitress at the time. I didn't tell anybody. I was raised Catholic and and was was always taught, you know, you when you do something good, you don't brag about it. You don't tell anyone about it kind of a thing. And I did this and I did all of these secret little projects my whole life. Um, and then about, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 years ago, uh, something came up and I did something and I thought I could have a bigger impact if I invited another a friend and her children to, you know, be involved in this project. And then we were able to help so many more people because we, we did this together. So she got her people and I got my people and we put it out to the community. We made collections and we made a bigger impact. And it occurred to me all these years I had been doing these things in, in secret in silence because I didn't want to be um, thought to be bragging. But in fact, I was hiding because now when I do a project, I, I go big. When I want to give back and do blessing bags, I invite all of my clients and their friends and their neighbors and we come together and have some wine and cheese and some brownies and and we do all of these bags instead of me just doing it in my living room with with my daughter and we could make 20 bags now we can fill 250 and then we put them in purses and we give them out and we do a lot of different things like that but it's not just impacting the people we're giving them to it's the people that are actually coming together and assembling the bags and doing the project so we can hit so many more people. And so uh, social entrepreneurship is, is marrying entrepreneurship and giving back and contribution. So part of what I do with my business is figure out what excites my clients, what's in line with their business and infuse that into their business. So it's a win-win. So they're giving back. So if you are a pet sitter, a great win-win for you would be to collect old blankets and give them to a shelter or something like that, right? right. Um, you want to make it in a line with your business. So I love traveling and um, I partnered with um, Carita Smile. I sit on the board. It's a nonprofit and they travel to third world countries and um, work in remote villages. And I've gone on a few trips with them. We built a house and a bathroom. And now we're putting together this really fun um, women's empowerment um, retreat. And what is happening there, it's for aspiring entrepreneurs and business owners. We're putting the two together because business owners can learn so much from up and coming entrepreneurs. 
and up and coming entrepreneurs can learn so much from established business owners. And we're getting everybody together and we're hopping on a plane and we're going to the Dominican Republic and we're going to have this amazing, we're going to learn about our businesses and we're going to give back and build a sustainable garden and mix in some spirituality and some yoga and, and all for the good and, you know, um, serving women and children and, and doing art projects with kids. And so that's the kind of thing that social entrepreneurship. So I'm, I'm still working in my business. It's in a line with my business, but I'm giving back and that's what makes me happy. So that's happening in the fall. That's just one of my little side projects. Wow. That is fabulous. You come? I, I think that's incredible outlet and it you know the more creative we are the more actually we have to give I think we're growing and it it just brings such value and and you know you're such an inspiration because I believe that service comes back to you and that's not why you do it but the the service comes back to you tenfold somehow and in and, and intrinsically you feel so much better for having um spread your wings and gone and worked with other people and gotten out of yourself and um gotten to know other business leaders and what they do. And in, in that socialization on all the different levels adds up to an incredible experience. Thank so, you. Yeah. It's a great life and life is meant to be led and we become entrepreneurs, certainly not to be rich, but um, to give back and to love our, love our day every day and love what we do and have great days and be able to um, have the flexibility of uh, you know, working in our slippers and working from home and working 12-hour days and working two-hour days, right? Right. That's exactly it. Yeah. And molding it to our our um, passions and lifestyle and all the other factors um, which make it a holistic business coach model uh, mm-hmm. for you that from what I understand and from what I've been reading about you. And I was going to ask you and how, you know, how are you accepting payments? How, what would be your challenge around um, some of the business solution arena that um, where that's it's that sphere, which in which I'm an expert. Did you have any burning desired yeah. questions? I'm so glad you asked me that. Um, I have, again, coaching entrepreneurs and, and allowing them to set up their business every step of the way. Of course, they say, you know, how do I manage my, my, my QuickBooks and my business? And how am I going to do my taxes? And how am I going to this? And how am I going to that? And it's like, how am I going to collect payment? Is, it's a real question. It's a thing. First off, we have to figure out what, how much are they going to charge? And what do their packages look like? But once we figure that out, where are they going to sell them? Are they going to sell them in an email? Are they going to sell them on their website? Are they going to sell them on an Etsy site? Are they selling them, you know, on a, a Facebook group? They in and the answer to that is all of the above, because sometimes you're selling, you're selling a course online, and sometimes you're selling something from your website, and so there really isn't one answer for everything, which is why, again. I need to stay in my lane and I need to send them to an expert because that's not my area of expertise. A perfect example is I'm launching a course for the first time. It's an online course and it's called discovering your secret sauce. And um, I have no idea how am I going to sell it? Because right now I don't have anything on my website for sale. I sell my coaching packages and my clients either 
um, snail mail me a check or they pay me Venmo or PayPal, which we all know PayPal takes a big cut. So that's not my preferred collection payment method. So when I put my course on my website, I don't know what to do. So this is a perfect segue. How am I going to sell my course? Right. Well, that intellectual property is very valuable. So I know you're selective of what you put up there. And so I think you hit the nail on the head, Jeannie. You're so perceptive because they need to be able to pay you at their convenience and where they are. So it means anywhere. So when, when they want to pay you, you've got to make it convenient. There can't be certain hours and you can't be. So there could be a payment um, button on your website and they could pay an invoice. They could buy a package. You could text invoice somebody. So um, what, you know, sometimes when they've opt-in, you don't have to opt-in, opt-in for marketing is different opt-in for paying an invoice, that kind of thing. You know, so you could do it that way. Um and there's various ways you could set up recurring payments, which we call auto pay. So I don't want to pay all at once. So I ask you, hey, can I, can you set up five easy payments for me over the five like Most of my clients, um, do, we have a 90 day program and most of my clients um, pick the option of doing three payments. Or, or a discount if you pay the whole course yeah. up at once, even if it's in payments, yada, yada, whatever you want to do. And so that's what I do. I set it up so that you only have to manage one product, go to one place, you get one settlement or batch every day with all your payments in it for easy bookkeeping. We can even uh, integrate with the QuickBooks. So if you if you're a QuickBooks user, if you're not and you you have other methods, we probably work with that too, or software or so forth. Or there's free software out there for setting up recurring payments, one time only, monthly, annually, weekly, oh, you name it, you know. And um, some of these comes with benefits um, of such as, like I say, the text and um, the online. Um, and the shopping cart. So you can set up a little shopping cart or one of your clients might need a shopping cart. A lot of times people are going to different events and they're um, going to be selling their um, CDs or their books. It's a book signing. So you may want to take payments on the spot with a little chip reader on your phone or tablet or you bring your laptop. You can put them in your system with their email all at the same time. And then you set it up right there, you know, whatever. And now you have it all. You have their payment. You have their email right at the same time at an event. I love that. And I actually, this conversation just came up with a client this week. And she uh, she has a skincare line for women over 50. And she's going, it's amazing. And she's going to a trade show. And she said to me, you know, I don't know how I'm going to collect payment. I'm going to do cash and carry. And I said, well, I, I'm going to be having a conversation with my friend Jennifer, and I'm going to ask her about that. And I said, most likely, you know, we'll, we'll have a conversation about possibly setting up a QR code because it's at a trade show and there'll be hundreds of people with, you know, their QR code codes on their badges. And so right. I'm Quick read. Don't know it. Quick read. Yeah. But my, but my, my answer to that is, you know, everybody's different and everybody has so many different products as, as entrepreneurs. Like I said, 
some of our actual products, some of our classes, the books, all different ways. So there really isn't one stop shopping. And that's why I need to refer to an expert like yourself, because I can only advise them this much, not that much. <laughs> well, that's why we're working together. And actually, that's the whole uh, essence of why I started this successstreet.net podcast show was to bring back expertise to um, the general public about how to not just survive, but really thrive in this ever-changing world we live in and collaborate on behalf of people of all business, with all walks of life and business models and services or products and and so forth. And so I'm so happy to have you on the show. And what I wanted to ask you, Gina, because of all your expertise, what are some two, three really great tips that you'd like to maybe offer or things you, or something you may, one thing you might like to offer the audience today from success rate? Um, well, Everybody, you know, if you are an opt-in, if you're an entrepreneur, you want to have an opt-in, you want to grow your list, you want to show your, your expertise and your knowledge. And that can be set up on your social media accounts, but also on your website when they land. And I'll give you a quick example. Um, for me, I, I, I have an opt-in on my 100 ways to market your business. And you just put in your email, it syncs to your MailChimp. Again, I didn't set it up. My virtual assistant set it up. And automatically, a PDF of 100 tips, will you'll get that in, in your inbox. And what that does, it, it shows my knowledge and my expertise. And so that's something else I do with my clients is help them create their own unique opt-in for their business. So definitely get an opt-in set up. Um, uh, choose the right niche. You know, make sure you're serving who you're meant to serve. Really figure out who they are by creating an ideal client avatar. Um, and make sure whatever you're selling, your product of your service, you're solving a burning problem, right? Um, think I about know. what keeps that ideal client up at night. And then you're selling them the solution to it, the peace of mind. Um, and then the last thing I'll repeat was, you know, surround yourself by trusted and uh, a trusted and talented team, whether it's a virtual assistant or someone who's going to handle your payroll or your bookkeeping or a coach who's really going to let you know what the next step is. Um, those are those are some of my tips. And there's there's a bunch oh, yeah. of them, just off right. the top. Of so we need to call Gina Johnson for tips um, because and how those are customized to your business. And what is the best phone number to reach you at, Gina? So it's 860-573-4590. And I love text messages. So that's a great way to shoot me a text. Um, or you can email me, Gina at GinaJohnson.co or visit my website or any of my social media platforms. I'm on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest. Um, all under that GinaJohnson.co. And for anyone who's interested, I'm happy to share those hundred tips, those hundred ways to market your business or hop on a discovery call and, and, and see if we're a match. But thank Wonderful. you so much. Oh, that's so great. And I'm going to follow you further on the social entrepreneurship. And um, I know we've got some other things um, in the works. So I'm looking forward to that as well. And thank you, listeners of successstreet.net today, and especially Gina Johnson for all your expertise. Appreciate you. 
Thank you for joining us on this episode of Success Street. Each week, Success Street brings you the latest trends in essential business operating solutions, including conversations with industry leaders, reviews of emerging technologies, and discussions of innovative tools and techniques. If you'd like to hear other episodes of Success Street, go to ewnpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most of the other major podcast sites. You can go to www.successstreet.net to learn more and receive special offers. So until next time, we're pleased to offer you this vital information and hope you join us again on Success Street. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.